Holes by Louis Satcher. Chapter 3 Stanley Yelnitz was the only passenger on the bus, not counting the driver or the guard. The guard sat next to the driver with his seat turned around facing Stanley. A rifle lay across his lap. Stanley was sitting about ten rows back, handcuffed to his armrest. His backpack lay on the seat next to him. It contained his toothbrush, toothpaste and a box of stationery his mother had given him. He promised to write her at least once a week. He looked at the window, although there wasn't much to see, mostly fields of hay and cotton. He was on a long bus on a ride to nowhere. The bus wasn't air-conditioned and the hot, heavy air was almost as stifling as the handcuffs. Stanley and his parents had tried to pretend like he was just going away to camp for a little while, just like rich kids do. While Stanley was younger, he used to play with stuffed animals and pretend that the animals were at camp. Camp fun and games, he called it. Sometimes he'd have them play soccer with a marble. Other times he'd run an obstacle course or go bungee jumping off a table tied to broken rubber bands. Now Stanley tried to pretend he was going to stamp to camp fun and games. Maybe he'd make some friends, he thought. At least he'd get to swim in the lake. He didn't have any friends at home. He was overweight and the kids at his middle school often teased him about his size. Even his teachers sometimes made cruel comments without realizing it. On the last day of school, his math teacher, Miss Bell, taught ratios. As an example, she chose the heaviest kid in class and the lightest kid in class and had them weigh themselves. Stanley weighed three times as much as the other boy. Miss Bell wrote the ratio on the board. Three is to one. Unaware of how much she embarrassed both of them. Stanley was arrested later that day. He looked at the guard who sat lumped in his seat and wondered if he had fallen asleep. The guard was wearing sunglasses, so Stanley couldn't see his eyes. Stanley was not a bad kid. He was innocent for a crime which he had not convicted. He had just been in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was all because of his no-good, dirty, rotten, pig-stealing great-great-grandfather. He smiled. It was a family joke. Whenever anything went wrong, they always blamed Stanley's no-good, dirty, rotten, pig-stealing great-great-grandfather. Supposedly, he had a great-great-grandfather who had stolen a pig from a one-legged gypsy, and she put a curse on him and all his descendants. Stanley and his parents didn't believe in curses, of course. But whenever anything went wrong, it felt good to be able to blame someone. Things went wrong a lot. They always seemed to be in the thing in the wrong place at the wrong time. He looked out the window at the vast emptiness. He watched the rise and fall of a telephone wire in his mind. He could hear his father's gruff voice softly singing to him. If only and only the woodpecker sighs, the bark on the tree is just a little bit softer. While the wolf waits below, hungry and lonely, he cries to the moon, if only. It was a song his father used to sing to him. The melody was sweet and sad, but Stanley's favorite part when his father would howl the word moon. The bus hit a small bump and the guard sat up instantly alert. Stanley's father was an inventor. To be a successful inventor, you need three things. Intelligence, perseverance, and just a little bit of luck. Stanley's father was smart and had lots of perseverance. But once he started a project, he would work on it for years, often going days without sleep. 
he just never had any luck every time an experiment failed stanley could hear him cursing his dirty rotten pig stealing great grandfather stanley's father was also named stanley yelnats stanley's father's full name was stanley yelnats III r stanley is stanley yelnats the 4th everyone in his family always liked the fact that stanley yelnats was spelled the same forward and backward so they kept naming their son stanley stanley was an only child as was for every other stanley yelnats before him all of them were something else in common despite their awful luck they had always remained hopeful as stanley's father liked to say i learn from failure but perhaps that was part of the curse as well if stanley and his father weren't always hopeful then it wouldn't hurt so much every time having their hopes crushed not every stanley yelnats had been a failure Stanley's mother often pointed out whenever Stanley or his father became so discouraged they actually started to believe in the curse the first Stanley Yelnats Stanley's great grandfather had made a fortune in stock market he couldn't have been too unlucky at such time she neglected to mention the bad luck that befell on the first Stanley Yelnats he lost his entire fortune when he was moving from New York to California his stagecoach was robbed by an outlaw kissing Kate Barlow if it weren't for that Stanley's family would now be living in a mansion on a beach in California instead they were crammed in a tiny apartment that smelled of burning rubber and foot odor if only if only the apartment smelled that way it did because Stanley's father was trying to invent a way to recycle old sneakers the first person who finds a use for old sneakers he said will be a very rich man it was his latest project that led to Stanley's arrest the bus ride came interestingly bumpy because the road was no longer paved actually stanley had been impressed when he first found out that his great grandfather was robbed by kissing kate barlow true he would have preferred living on a beach in california but it was still kind of cool to have someone in your family robbed by a famous outlaw kate barlow didn't actually kiss stanley's great grandfather that would have been really cool she only kissed the man she killed Instead she robbed him and left him stranded in the middle of the desert. He was lucky to have survived, Stanley's mother was quick to point out. The bus was slowing down. The guard grunted as he stretched his arms. "Welcome to Camp Green Lake," said the driver. Stanley looked out the dirty window. He could see a lake. He and hardly anything that was green. 